0: What's up, Substackers? It is free-for-all Friday, and we are continuing the Ask Corey Anything. By the way, you can always leave new questions in the comments, but we're still going from the original thread because I'm very long-winded, and sometimes it takes me 45 minutes to answer one freaking question. The first question, by the way, here, uh, is from Sean... Malherby, I hope I'm saying that right because, Sean, I know you're from across the pond. And I saved this question uh, so that I could put the accompanying picture as the thumbnail for this Ask Corey Anything. He asked, how is Jansen Bain liking his Liverpool football club romper suit? He's loving it, as you can see right there in the picture. He looks so handsome. It finally fits him. He's a big enough boy. And Sean, I got to tell you, me and my wife have been talking about this for uh, a while now. Actually, since you dropped off that uh, that football uniform, I was so upset that we didn't get to say hello. Like, it was very kind of you, obviously, to drop off this gift, but I felt so bad that you came, all, which I know you didn't come all the way from the UK just to give me a, a jumper, but... Uh, I really wish that we got to hang out. I think maybe maybe you had said, you sent me a message on Twitter and I didn't see it. But that is such a bummer. Um, I, I, I can understand some people having reservations about knocking on the front door of somebody that they don't actually know personally, but that was such a kind gesture of you. And I wish that you had, uh, you know, hung out. I would really like to have said hello. That was so nice. But yeah, as you can see there, Bane looks really really good in his romper. <laughs> Liam. Pesci, I assume, says, when Donald Donald Duck gets out of the shower, why does he put on a towel when he normally doesn't wear any pants? Asking the real questions here. Yeah, I I, I guess we just all have to assume that it's not uh, to cover up his wiener, which is actually ducks, I believe, do not have wieners. They have, or no, I guess the male duck has a wiener, but the female duck, if you're a longtime, well-read listener, you know the female duck has what's called a cloaca, which we have deemed it's called a—that's uh, a pussy dick butt <laughs> because they use the same hole for everything. Uh, they use it to get boned in, they pee in it, and they poop out of it. They just got the one hole. I gotta feel like God really—God really shit on the duck in that situation. I'm not sure if chickens have a cloaca. But I know ducks do. I say I know ducks do. I read that ducks do. I don't know if it was a reputable site. But yeah, I'd say that Donald Duck is just doing it. It's just to dry him off. You know what I mean? He's just got it. Because like sometimes sometimes I'd be doing that. Like, uh, you know, right when I get out of the shower, I throw the towel around me. And I might go sit down on the couch. Don't want the couch to get wet. You know, I don't know. But uh, I'm with you. I'd, I wish we could see more Donald Duck ding dong. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Um, our good friend, Pat Hartley asks, is AI going to take over our lives as in things like chat GPT and automation? I'm not a conspiracy theorist in any way, just so you know. Hope all is well in your household. This ought to be fun as the questions are great so far. Yeah, uh, obviously, Pat, as you know, since you asked this question, it was a long time ago. It's actually from May 18th. That's how long these questions go back. Because uh, again, I'm so long winded. Yeah, I've talked a lot on AI. And uh, for those of you that haven't listened to my new series, uh, Tuesdays with Corey, the first episode, we actually talked a lot about AI and I gave AI a prompt to write a story uh, because that's what the Hollywood types are thinking that they're going to do is like, hey, we're not going to hire writers. We're just going to. Uh, You know, have AI do all this stuff. So I had AI write a story and it was garbage. And now uh, for the rest of Tuesdays with Corey, I started a detective series, Colonel Cornbread and the case of the Confederate ruby as a way to say, Hey, I asked AI to do something and now I'm going to do something with the same prompt and mine's going to be better. And even if you don't think that Colonel Cornbread and the case of the Confederate ruby, is great you have to admit that it's better than the ai version but i don't know man i mean here's the deal with ai the problem in my opinion is not is not the ai itself because the possibilities for ai if we lived in a just world would be wonderful you know having certain things automated And it doesn't take, you know, actual man hours to do. In a just world, that would be great. But, like, you, I'm sorry. And I'm not declaring this as my official political position, perhaps. Um, But, dude, we have to have the conversation about a universal basic income. We just do. Um, I mean, I don't know how you could be one of the types of people who's always talking about, oh, the computers took our jobs or the Mexicans took our jobs. But then in the same hand, be like, well, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat, blah, blah, blah. When like, it's possible that we're going to be in a society where there's just people who aren't going to be able to work because their skills that they learned throughout their whole life, whatever their career was, are now going to be automated and they're out of a job. And it's going to happen across the board with so many things. I mean, like, dude, again, in a just world, it could be like, hey, we could live in a utopia here because we have all this technology that can do all these things and we don't have to put physical man hours into it. But like, then you've got the fascists and the you know, late stage capitalism bullshit going on where it's just going to lead to a lot of homelessness. And then people are going to be like, why don't these motherfuckers get a job? And it's like, because nobody hires them because they just click a button. Right? So that is the scary thing. Like, I don't necessarily think that I'm truly scared of the singularity. Although the singularity is like, I don't know, man, many smart people believe it to be true. If you don't know what the singularity is, the singularity is like when AI gets to the point that like it don't even need us anymore. Like it's completely sentient and yeah. <laughs> that's a scary thing to think of. Like we do need some sort of like we do we do need some sort of like off switch, like a safety off switch <laughs> that shuts the whole thing down. But like if we lived in a world where rich people truly believe that everyone should live you know then we would have to start having this conversation of like all right if ai is going to take all our jobs then here's these houses that everybody gets to live in and the food will be provided because i don't know like dude ai will take over everything like i'm sure that there's a lot of people that are like oh well i don't work in the tech world so it ain't coming for me Bruh, you don't know how far this thing is gonna go you know what i mean like car designers, there's gonna be an algorithm where it's like, hey, we need to upgrade the sedan. Bloop, blip, blip, there it is, print it out. You know what I mean? We don't even need the dudes making the cars anymore. So like, yeah, it's that's a, that's a scary thing, man. But where I stand on it is, when that time comes, we gotta have a plan to take care of the people or it's only, as it usually is, gonna be a utopia for the one percent as sad as that is okay our good friend phoenix says i have questions the biggest questions i have i feel uh like might be inappropriate oh i doubt that uh my son is a big fan of drax the destroyer he has autism and one thing that he loves is the big guys hulk drax solomon grande uh, the theme is huge dude who talks funny. So I'll ask a related question. Who should be cast as live action? Grundy, uh, Solomon Grundy born on a Monday. I, I mean, dude, I think you've kind of, the answer is already in your question. Cause you mentioned Drax the destroyer. I think Dave Bautista would actually murder that. I think Dave Bautista would be an absolutely fantastic Solomon Grundy. Um, Uh, Also, damn, the dude who played uh, the Sandman in uh, in, uh, Spider-Man 3, he was also something Michael Christensen or Hayden Thomas Church or something like that. He was also in Tombstone. I think he might be a good one. Um, It's definitely not something that I hope they give to The Rock, (laughs) which, of course, then I'm not shitting on The Rock. I love The Rock, but, of course, you couldn't because he already plays uh, Black Adam in the DC universe, but man, I think that since, uh, Dave Bautista's time in the, the MCU, uh, he says it's over, because he's like, I do the trilogy, and that's it, I mean, I think that he would be a wonderful fit for Solomon Grundy, uh, Grundy, y'all let me know, uh, what y'all think, uh, in the comments, but I think that's a great answer, okay, let's get to the next one, R.C. McDoveTail, My God, if that's your real name, that is one of the greatest names I've ever heard in my entire life. That is a great redneck name. R.C. McDoveTail. Okay, what is the best cover version of a song ever recorded and which artist slash song would be your dream cover that hasn't already been done? Okay, wow. Um, I'm gonna, off the top of my head, I don't know if it's the best but it's probably my favorite um but it's uh uh up on no 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 not up on cripple creek atlantic city atlantic city by the band it's actually a bruce springsteen song and uh while i love the bruce springsteen version i actually heard the band's version first and the band is like you know arguably my favorite classic rock band of all time Uh, we just lost robbie robertson that's a bummer i think that garth is the only one hanging on so protect him at all costs um that's a great cover dude i mean i know a lot of people are going to throw out johnny cash doing hurt which is super good dude for my money too uh i mean maybe some people will make fun of this but alien ant farm doing smooth criminal that was absolutely amazing technically i think wagon wheel by old crow medicine show is technically deemed a cover because it was written out of unfinished bob dylan lyrics darling uh the foo fighters have a version of darling nikki by prince that is an absolute slap banger and twanger this isn't my favorite but i'll tell you this chris stapleton just did a cover of leanne Womack's i hope you dance and uh let me get real with you for a moment on like a dad note um I'm not saying I ever disliked the song, I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack, but when it came out, I was in middle school, and you know, it was a—it uh, was definitely one of those songs that was played at our middle school dances, but it was like a chick song in my brain, and it was super sappy and super sentimental, and that's just not where I was. Well, the other day, I was laying in bed with my son, who, as y'all know, has made me an absolute emotional wreck, but in a good way, like, uh, like, I've been an emotional wreck before, but, like, he, he taps into emotions that I didn't know I had and that are good, except for the fear part, <laughs> which that don't hit. But um, while I was sitting there, I was on Instagram just scrolling, and Chris Stapleton popped up, and he was doing a cover of I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack. And uh, I literally cried my eyes out thinking about it, relating to my son, about how You know, I hope, cause the songs, I hope, I hope you're happy. I hope you thrive. I hope you survive. I hope you don't care. Like, I hope you have fun and you know, dance like nobody's watching kind of thing. Um, And just, it's about wanting someone to be truly happy. And that, that giving you happiness is seeing the happiness in someone else and hearing it in that context from Chris Stapleton who's one of my all time favorite vocalists. But while looking at my son and for the first time maybe ever really hearing the song, dude i mean it yeah, it did it for me speaking of chris stapleton his version of tennessee whiskey uh his which is a george jones cover actually i believe technically it's a david allen Coe cover i believe that george jones covered david allen Coe. so you could go either way but chris stapleton doing tennessee whiskey is absolutely fire more recently a wonderful cover that i saw Was, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon. Chance the Rapper did It's Getting Hot in Here, uh, like as a country song. And dude, it was a straight up bop. It's been super overplayed, but I also love the Gourds version of Gin and Juice. That was like. That was the song for us when we were in high school because like we all loved rap, but we all love, you know, bluegrass music as well. So hearing gin and juice is like kind of bluegrassy was awesome. Like I said, it's overplayed, but you can't get mad at something for being overplayed because that just means it hits real hard. You know what I'm saying? That's uh that's just how that be. And last but not least, and we'll end here, because I'm trying to keep these to 15-minute chunks because i know that some people say hey when you yabber yap on longer you know i have to listen to these twice 15 minutes is good for stuff Corey." um <laughs> I w- i'll answer the question of what's your dream version of a cover um and i've just always i won't say i've always thought this my dad brought this up when we were driving down the road and um we were listening to the killers just came on the radio and i love the killers and frankly i didn't know if my dad would it was one of those moments where i was like oh dad's about to be like what the hell is this horse shit but the killers were on and it was mr brightside and my dad goes hey who is i really like this this is great and I was like, yeah, it's the killers, man. I'm super into them. Like this is like, I don't know, I think this song had probably like just came out or something. So we're talking about a long time ago. And uh my dad goes, I don't know why, but like I could see Bruce Springsteen singing this song. And I was like, holy shit, Bruce Springsteen singing Mr. Brightside would make me so happy. And I've had that in my mind for 15 years or whatever since that song came out. So I'm gonna go with that. Uh, and hey, you know what, with AI, you can probably type in and figure out how to make it sound like Bruce Springsteen <laughs> uh, did Mr. Brightside and that would be great. Well, that's part I don't know what of Ask Cory anything. I love y'all very much. I appreciate y'all being at, uh, being with me here in these woods as you hear these cicadas boning each other. Um, I love love all of you. By the time you're hearing this, by the way, the uh, Colonel Cornbread uh, part Colonel Cornbread in the case of the Confederate Ruby Part One should have been made available to all subscribers. It comes out on Tuesdays for paid subscribers, and then Friday comes out to everybody. Uh, we're still working on. Um, me and um, me and my uh, my social social media coach, social media manager. I won't say her name because I don't know if she'd want me to. Uh, we're still working on a strategy as to how to get everything out to everybody, but have the fair pricing or whatever. Because you know I'm I'm working really hard on all this stuff. But I'm glad for all of y'all that have stuck around. I hope you and I hope those of you who are hearing it for the first time enjoy. Uh, the first episode of Colonel Cornbread and the case of the Confederate Ruby. I hope you think that you know uh, who done it, uh, but you'll have to find out in the next couple episodes. And also remember, uh, have a great weekend watching football, but on Sunday, get up bright and early because it's time for the Sunday sermon with Pastor Petey, a series that I had no idea would take off like it did, but I'm getting such good responses. So we're just going to keep that a permanent fixture as well as Tuesdays with Corey and the free for all Friday here along with random things along the way. So I love y'all so much. Can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you all. Who have bumped up from free to paid subscriber thank you for recognizing the value and the entertainment that i bring i enjoy making it for you and i hope you enjoy consuming it uh, but oh fuck me there's a goddamn snake ah oh, me okay all right where's its head where's its fucking head if its head's facing the bush i'm gonna walk around it if its head's not facing the bush i'm gonna walk the other way i'm gonna walk the other way how about that? I'm going to walk the other motherfucking way. Who, boy. Okay, I'll see y'all later. I'm terrified right now. Love you. Hug everybody you know and love. Peace. Bye.